0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Greatest Wrestling Talk Show host of all times, Lorenz Dean. And when I'm not belittling somebody on the microphone or showing everybody how outstanding I am, I'm listening to the regular season sportscast. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Hey, this is Matthew Riddle, and you're listening to TRSS. I love it when a plan comes together. This is TNA Superstar EC3, and you are listening to TRSS. And may I suggest the footing of your ass? Welcome to Raw is the regular season sportscast. <laughs> Yes, my friends, it's that time of year
1: again. It's that time to hear everyone's gripes, itches, and moaning. No, I'm not talking about the presidential election.
0: No, my friends,
1: this year is a time in which we all could band together and stand forth and criticize LeBron James once again. Yes, boys and girls, it is time, it is time to kick off the NBA football season. I know. If you're a LeBron hater, this is your time in which you can spread your wings and fly. If you're a Steph Curry lover, especially if you're a woman, you can bat your eyes, pucker your lips, And jump on that bandwagon and make sure you have your Steph Currys on so you can get extra flight when you jump on that bandwagon. Especially you extra Golden State fans now who are loving the fact that Kevin Durant is on the team. By the way, the kickoff of the season started this week. We had the Knicks versus the Cavaliers. We had Golden State versus Spurs. Two big matchups happening on one night. Let me tell you, the NBA scheduler. He must have been in rare form this this season because he knew how to start off a NBA season. And i love to have been on social media to hear and see and read the fan bases who are losing their mind. Nick fans, why do we have to start off the season against the, the Cavs? They were the champs. What's up with that? Come on, that shit ain't right. San Antonio and Golden State fans were, wow, you starting it off like that, son. Somebody gonna walk away with a, with a, with a loss. You should at least let that happen, at least the third week or something like that. But no, NBA schedule, he must have been like, he, he, he must have had a, 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 a stick up his ass about one of these teams because he was just rip raring to get the schedule together. I ain't, I, I ain't mad either. I, I love the fact that, you know, you have these big powerhouse teams that are coming out the gate. And somebody got to get an L, you know. New York is looking prime, prim, because you know they're New York once again. They seem to try to stack up their, their their lineup. They they went the route of whatever NBA machines have been doing. So I know New Yorkers have a big expectation. Me being a New Yorker myself, don't care because I'm not a team guy in basketball anyway. But I'm just I, as much as as much as I I, I bleed and 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 pump in the veins of my heart a new york new york personality and 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 just threshold of my livelihood i can't be a nick fan anymore it just it's been like over but it has to be almost 20 years i haven't been a nick fan it's just it's so depressing i have other things in my life that i can pop medications for like haldol and Geodon. this is this is like ah this is this this will hurt to be a nick fan every year Damn it, I'm a Met fan every year. So that, that's even that's even probably, if not equal, worse than being a Knicks fan. So like I said, for all you LeBron haters, just know that they, they blew out the Knicks the first night. For all you Steph Curry and Kevin Durant lovers, just know that they ass got rocked the first night of the season. Yeah, I know. This is not making your day. I know. Oh! Oh my God! Welcome everybody to another episode of the regular season sportscast. I am your host Jada Red Santi here to bring to you guys another week of sports shenanigans and buffoonery. And believe in me, there's been nothing but buffoonery going around on this end. Yeah, I let the I, I, I let the, the I let the lunatics take over the asylum this past week. I'll get to that in a minute. Be sure you check us out on Facebook at the Regular Season Sportscast uh, page, as well as on Instagram at Regular Season Sports. Check us out on Twitter at RWJ as well as the YouTube page, which now we've just uploaded first episode full segment episode video wise of Turnbuckle Tabloid. That, my friends, is hosted by Rondo and Met Fan Matt. And already the first episode out of the gate, there was already debauchery and foolishness and ridiculousness and backlash. I mean, it just—it's just—it's just one of those things that people need to understand something. As much as I love doing the show, I'm very passionate about putting my heart and soul in this, and hopefully that one day this becomes something that's financially reputable for myself and my family, and I can actually benefit from this. The show is satire. It's fun. It's opinionated nonsense. You know, and, and any spinoff that comes from it, it's all in fun. You know, we have our moments. We have our serious times when, you know, we we talk in certain tragedies and certain levels of importance. But everything is so tongue in cheek and just having a goof. So if you want to have a goof and, and listen to what the maniacs were, of uh, Rondo and matt's i guess whimsicalness have done check out episode one of turnbuckle tabloid go fund yourself on a youtube page it's 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 a site to be heard you see what i did there it's visual it's audio it's a site to be heard fuck you So, make sure you check us out there. Be sure you check out everything at RageWorks.net as well. RageWork.net, where we have all things. Audio, visual, write-ups, reviews, previews, everything, everything that your geek heart can desire. Make sure you check out all the podcasts that's there as well. Everything from My Take Radio, this show, trsspodcast.com. You can put the link on your phone or on your homepage, on your computer, whatever floats your fancy. Be sure you check out Call Me When It's Over with your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy as well. They should check that out. We're getting him in here soon uh, since the NBA season did kick off and is rolling out nice and properly. He is our NBA specialist, so he will be stopping, stopping by checking in as well as a few others. Shout out to everybody who's been uh, downloading and streaming our episodes. Numbers were looking really, really good for this past month. Got to make sure you guys share and and. Just tell everybody around you listen to the dumb shit that I'm listening to. TRSS, the regular season sportscast. It's just a lot of, um, I didn't just say, just whatever minutia I have going on in my head, I just like to spill out there and share with you guys. So, yeah, pretty much this past week for the opening salvo, we went to the House of Glories Unbreakable this past week. I'm going to give you guys a review of it during the episode, during, uh um, i'm not sure if i'm i'll slide it into during the episode i don't know if it's gonna be in tropical Tablet. most likely it would but uh went out there showed out had a big big uh turnout for house of glory shout out to those guys they got big events coming i'm gonna drop their plugs for that soon i gotta tell you this is the first time that i actually go to an event and after the event i had the need to go and put you know try to try to make my staple and maybe Ask for a favor for for an upcoming event because usually when we go to the shows I go in there and we all go on general admission and we just go pay sit where sit where we're supposed to sit, have a good time and and, and you know, take in the ambiance, which we usually do. And when we say that is basically have a couple of beers and shoot the shit, probably heckle or 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 be a part of the show if we can be. You know, and for people who hate that, I don't care. i I really don't i don't care because if nobody else is telling me to chill out and if they think that i i'm I'm helping the show out and hell i've even had wrestlers who said yo you're an asshole but you know what at least you keep it real and at least you make it fun that's cool you know especially with the wrestlers the wrestlers appreciate it and they they stop by they come through the trs studio and they show love they show respect and as as i do to them and they don't have a problem with it fuck everybody else who does to be honest and I go up there and I shamelessly plug the show and I, play, I shamelessly plug everything else. That's what I do. Because in return I do the same for everybody else who's shown this love. So Yeah. So in any case, went out there, had a couple of you know, had a couple of of our usual um listeners and, and individuals who partake in TRSS as well as who know us from from uh years past before I started to do the show. Shout out to them who showed us love. Uh, Paul D. Savage, of course, Hank Flanders, who's there. Got to, uh, got to say what's up to, to Chris Seaton from New York Wrecking Crew, who was on that night. And uh, a couple of other guys was there. And also the the guys who mull around, Jim Wrestle and such from Choked Out Radio. Uh, my boy Steve Resk from SRG and Dr. Clothesline. Shout out to them as well. Guys, make sure you check them out. SRG uh their 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 card game their wrestling based card game is actually pretty damn dope i'm still trying to learn it though i love seeing other people's play it but i I can't get my hand like in my head coordinated to do both like my hand and my head can't uh, sorry it's steve if you're listening to this can you like do an instruction video on youtube and it'd be much much easier for me to probably put it together because reading instructions or uh, having somebody tell me how to play is like mm, not gonna work for me so big out, big shout out to them, and also with Dr. Clothesline, went and cop the new Dr. Clothesline hat. Guys, put your orders in for that. It's it I, I, simple style, but it's it's a great look. You can wear you can wear it anywhere. Make sure you check them out at Duck the dot com. And listen, um, if you mentioned that you heard about this through the regular season sportscast TRSS they might hook you up with a with a little discount so hashtag trss see what they'll do see if they give you a little hookup so yeah shout out to those guys over there they they always come out in droves and shout out to the man himself the boss of all bosses brian xl for showing us love and um looking forward to see those guys real real soon at the next event like i said i'll give you guys more details about that later on in the show and i still got to get him on the show i got to get amazing Red on the show hopefully he he'll stop by and come in he's my he's my um He's my Moby Dick. He's the the white whale. I haven't gotten him in here yet, so hopefully that comes down soon. And, and a host of others. Believe me, I got more guys coming down, so be on the lookout and check check you know check me out for that as well. Uh So yeah, this past weekend was just it's just ridiculousness. It's just pretty much kick back and relax, watch a lot of football. Was putting together stuff for uh for the show. But, you know, like I always say each week, I always think that I'm not going to have enough material. And I start looking at that, my rundown sheets. And I'm like, uh, fuck, I'm going to have to find filler here and there for certain things. But then all of a sudden whoop, shit pops up and my mind starts to race. And, you know, I, I, I got I got some material that to keep us going. This this week's show might be a little bit shorter because, like I said, Terminal Tabloid actually filled up a lot of space on YouTube so i could I just generally do my rundown but i will run the clock on me as well because i love doing that that's my new thing now i'm I'm feeling that i'm getting the flow on for that so uh other than that just getting super producer ready for for halloween getting her costumes together i'm not gonna present what she i'm not gonna say what she is yet but it's kind of cool for her age what she wants to be she's it's it's a it's a little bit more grown up and when it comes to super Producer Sally, you. Never quite know where her ideas and her thoughts go to when she wants to be creative. So it's it's a I wouldn't say a daunting process, but it's a process. Nonetheless, I go to take it to get articles of clothing for her for her costume. And lo and behold, it becomes a shopping spree. So something some- a moment that I thought I was probably going to spend hmm, maybe 20, 25 dollars. It becomes almost Two hundred dollars worth for shopping. That and and my my daughter's thrifty, and I hope when you have, you know, I hope for anyone who listens to the shows, especially for fathers, I hope when you have a child, especially a daughter, they recognize good deals and good, uh, good balances of uh, of finances. Because you know, I I make a decent living, but with that decent living, especially living in New York City, is pretty damn expensive. Like, it's for real expensive. But my daughter is very aware, Super Producer is very aware of just what the budget is like. So we'll go into the store and she'll see something on the racks and be like, and she gaps. I'm like, I don't know where she's got that from. She's really becoming a girl. She just, and it it becomes a. Oh my. Yeah, it becomes that moment. And she uh, is a daddy. I uh, I don't want to waste. All your money, but you know, can we can we get this? No problem, baby. Yeah, you get what Why would I even say that? That just opens the door to just she becomes she becomes an NFL rookie. And once they find out they've been drafted in like to the 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 twelfth pick in the first round, she starts going on a spending spree like ridiculous. She's getting Maseratis. She's popping champagne. Moet spilling. Got Henny all on the floor. She's just losing her mind now. But through it all. She's daddy's only baby, and if daddy got it, she got it. So, I you, you got, you know, this is, this is things you gotta do for your kids, man. Honestly. I mean, if you, if you have it, you know, sometimes you gotta make those sacrifices, especially if you know that, you know, when it comes to stuff like this, when it comes to like, but, you know, I never, I never, I hate to hear parents who, who, who deny their children something out of selfishness. Honestly just because like oh man shit if i buy this you know i can't get that bottle i want to get this week it's like you know you don't have to go to the club this week you're all right stay home with your damn kid you know buy them buy them that that that, that tracksuit they want i mean seriously or you know get, get just just loosen up a little bit for them not for you it's not about you all the time be easy so yeah other than that i'm just looking forward to just looking forward to. It. I can't even say it's so a weekend because this is the weekend I work. So at least my day off, and uh, uh and just a lot of beverages. And when, whenever I do this show, I'm doing this show, and it's still bright and early, or, what, or whatever type of situation I need. Like it's offsetting because if I work the weekends, it's kind of easier for me to do the show at a certain time. If I don't, then it's maybe more easier. It's just like you I, I gotta, you gotta pick your spots when it comes to doing the show really does so sometimes you hear the audio a little bit higher a little bit lower that's because I'm like spot recording it's not doing one run segment that's why sometimes you hear it sounds a little bit funnier the difference because I'm spot recording I try to keep the the adjusting levels but yeah super producer likes to come over and think that she's really going to be producing the segment alright guys so like I said got 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 some got some stuff coming down the lane it's been a been one week since you looked at me so we got um nba kickoff nba starting off guys i know i know you guys are just rip raring to go i saw a lot of you guys sharing and posting videos of you guys watching the opening games for the week uh there's gonna be a one big trash talking series, uh, series and season excuse me speaking of series World Series has just kicked off. Chicago Cubs and the Cleveland Indians. I'm I'm happy to see this World Series. It's so classic. It's so it reminds me of the days when I was uh, watching baseball back in the early 40s and, and, and mid 50s and the time when beer was five cents a, five cents a cup and you can go and cuss out your neighbor and not get the police call for domestic violence. This is just this, uh, this is a good era. This is there's a time when baseball players could get drunk the night before or hell, drink in the dugout and go up to the plate and hit a home run. That's the kind of era that we live in. Uh, that's, the, that's the way that I miss it. I miss those days. Bring us back to the old time. Bring us back to the black and white days. I miss it. Woo. So, yeah, World Series kicked off. Mm. Uh, I have my picks. I'll, I'll talk about it during during the – um Talking Sports and Shit segment. Also, going to be talking about uh, the Josh Brown situation with the New York Giants. Seems like they let him go. I'm telling you, that organization does not play when it comes to shit like that. Also, NFL. Fortunately, we have a young, young player who had to call it quits this past week. We're going to talk about that as well. And Turbo tabloid Also, Glory Review. Got Raw and smackdown reviews as well Gonna hit the clock on me with that so be be on the lookout check that out yeah man so gonna go back do some advertising pay some bills you guys already know how we gets down because on the real if it ain't for that we ain't gonna be having no shows so uh yeah what you want yeah we're gonna pay these bills we'll be back check you out in a second uh-huh
2: What look at what we have here, folks! T-R-S-S Bits and Pieces
0: Have you ever wanted to get into the field of communications? Do you feel that you have the testicular fortitude to be behind a mic? Do you believe that you have the grapefruits, the cassava melons, the cojones to work for the W-W-E Well, my friends, we have an annex school for you. Sign up for WWE Announcer School of Broadcasting. That's right, you can apply for positions in the announcing field and you can be a part of communications and announcing teams. Just as in NXT, we like to bring up our own type of announcers and you can be a part of the learning experience with our own professors. JBL and michael cole so if you want to ramble on incoherently and you want to make comments about non-factual historical events and miss calls of moves and finishers well this is the annex for you take a listen of one of our graduates from wwe announcers school of broadcasting Johnny Wave is one of our prestigious students who graduated and became the lead announcer at God Awful Wrestling. Take a listen to one of his commentaries. So this wrestler reminds me of The Rock who debuted in WWF in
1: 1999 under the alter ego, Fabulous Pebble Rose. When The Rock debuted, he came in as a firestorm. Everyone loved him. The fans were behind him. And his big finisher, the Pebble Splash, went over big with everyone in wrestling.
0: That's why, right, our friends. Here at WWE Announcer's School of Broadcasting, this is a place where you can hone your craft and become one of the top elite professionals in our business. Take a listen of one of our other highly astute graduates from our school mickey flames as he does commentary and announcement for top tier promotions oh my god he just finished him off with a mitchin driver Oh, uh, mickey that was a wrist lock yeah that's what i said wow what a wrist lock our expansion program also has courses designated in the field of football announcing and commentary you two can bumble up historical moments and well-known football plays. For example, here's a tidbit for you guys. Using the Chicago defense, the Jacksonville Jaguars
1: was able to win an astounding six Super Bowls in a row. Yeah, true. Look it up. Yeah. They was able to win with a historical play by Joe Namath hitting, take this, in stride, Jerry Rice with the Statue of Liberty Mammoth shotgun play. I'm... Uh, John
0: Gruner himself couldn't even call that. It's true. Look it up on Wikipedia. It's true. We here at WWE Announcers School of Broadcasting take pride in all of our students and graduates. And if you don't believe that, you're fire. You can follow online for WWE Announcers School of Broadcasting at wweenouncers.edu. Tuition can be paid off by student loan, financial aid, or an endorsement by the million dollar man Ted DiBiase. This paid advertisement is brought to you by the regular season sportscast.
1: This week's rants. All right. So this past week in the news, the NFL has been under scrutiny because a certain kicker Funny. Usually you hear stuff like this and it's always about a like a defensive player, big brawly six, five, six, six, 270 to three hundred something pounds football player. And seems to like go he has been caught up in a domestic violence situation, like many football players have. And then in turn he's he was he was given a suspension of one game. Come to find out there's a lot of other underlining situations that occur. Seems like he's, he has not only been physically abusive, but mentally and emotionally abusive to his spouse. He's also been uh, known and admitted to having certain addictions, and one of which being sex addiction, addiction, excuse me. And, uh, seems as though that certain. Individuals, many individuals in the media have come out to say that this said players might be getting certain privileges because of the possibility of his race. New York Giants kicker Josh Brown, who was recently released by the team. And I tell you, I knew this was coming because the Mara family, they do not tolerate shenanigans like this. They are very, very close-knit when it comes to trying to keep their nose clean and their team's nose clean when it comes to staying out of the media for anything that's a negative light released said kicker. But as well with that being said, the kicker is uh, Brown is still getting paid. Let's just say that Brown is still getting a nice little check for the NFL. And many may believe it's because of his skin color. Now, now I've been doing I've been doing some research, just so that it doesn't seem to be that there may be a race issue. Because of course, at the end of the day, especially what's been going on with the whole national anthem thing and Ka- Kaepernick and such, it seems as though that everything seems to go down that avenue in race. So, I've done some research. I looked up, you know, thank thank goodness for Google and such. I looked up NFL players who who have been suspended due to or released due to domestic violent cases. Each case that I've found, uh, it seems as though that the cases were handled individually. Many of them were handled in-house, meaning the team took more responsibility for the handing out, handling of said player or said, uh, incident. And from what I have read and researched a lot of the players were paid they did they 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 were suspended with pay they did get a pay because many of the charges were either dismissed or uh uh not held up due to you know false allegations and stuff like that some 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 were held up I'm not gonna say that're all cases but some were held up for instance the Greg Hardy case especially the Ray rice case now everybody keeps throwing the ray rice thing out there and I was like why is it that when Ray's situation, he gets banned and he's not even playing anymore. No, the ban is not on a level in which that the NFL has banned him. He served his time with the NFL. It's done. It's teams who are not reaching out to him. That's the difference. He's, he's, he he's perceived to be a, 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 a cancer when in all actuality, his incident was done, cleared, uh, you know, it was it was horrible, it was horrific. And which is another thing is that it, because it was brought to the forefront due to video. Video made everything even bigger. In the case of Josh Brown, there isn't any video. There's just paperwork and documentation. And even with that, it's like the Giants organization has to clear, they said, Listen, we're done, we don't need to deal with this, it's done. it's over with. They, so they they've they've washed their hands from it. But when you get instances like the Ray Rice's, the 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 Greg Hardy's and stuff like that. A lot of that stuff is pushed to the forefront. Now, Greg Hardy has is a case in which that he's been constantly been hit with these, uh, these situations. Bring up the issues with, um, there's an issue with Brendan Marshall. He was hit with these allegations and, and, and charges as well, but he was cleared. You know, so case by case, it's not about, it hasn't been all about, it's about race. It's all about, I guess, there, there should be more of an outcry of, Having a universal policy in which is intact for players in the NFL rather than having the team deal with it in the end. That's what they're, that's what the thought is. I think personally, there should be a guideline that should be the first of all, there needs to be an education done to these players because let's be honest here. We deal with a, Career, a profession in which you are to be a man's man. That, that's just what it is. I, I work with guys who've who've played ball in either collegiate or semi pro level, and even they said this is this is a career in which you, 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 you hearing no is a disrespect. You being denied something is a disrespect. Being a an individual who doesn't get their way is a total disrespect and could mess up the psyche. And this is something that happens at, you know, through the doorway of becoming a professional football player. So a lot of these instances and I'm not going to say that every player is like this. It's all about the personality and how your behavior and your personality coexists with the execution or the profession of playing football. Excuse me. There's just certain individuals who Take liberties with knowing that you're a man of power, man of great worth at that, you know, be in a high school level, collegiate level, NFL level. You're a man who when you walk into a room, things are just thrown to you. Even if you're a third string player, they see a varsity jacket with a football on it or you're known to be associated or with the team. You are given great privileges. And a lot of these individuals get this mental psyche. So I think there needs to be some kind of education and and programs in place to help these guys get a grip in reality especially when they're coming into the league at nineteen twenty twenty one years of age that you know it, it's this machismo needs to be readied and relaxed same could be said about the 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 handling of being in relationships because so much aggression and testosterone and just the 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 idea of you being this 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 provider and being all over the place behavior also needs to be. Able, not only does the NFL have to do this, teams need to have their own seminars, their own trainings to do this, because we really need to get to understand. The NFL is probably the highest in, in which it is is the highest studied group in which domestic violence has been reported. Hockey plays aggressively. Hockey players are, are, are play just as much of a tough sport. Uh, baseball is is, is a is difficult to play as well, and there's a high level of, of execution there as well. But there's a lot of pent-up aggression and, and, and just building of male dominance that needs to be exuded, and sometimes guys can't keep it on the field. They need to have it all the time. So I think we need to start looking at that. So as for the case with Josh Brown, I'm not going to tote the line and say this one is a race card. I really don't. I just think it's poor handling of the situation. And I think with the Giants releasing him works to curtail anything. But I also think that maybe, just maybe the NFL needs to find a better way of preventing such actions to occur with their players and their families.
0: This is TJ Perkins, TJP, and you're listening to TRSS. Man, we talking sports
1: and shit. Kicking old sports and shit, we have to say goodbye to an NFL player in which I pretty I pretty much enjoyed watching him play. It's unfortunate that his career was cut short due to injury. Although I goofed him and I called him Mr. Glass because, you know, we knew somewhere along the line he was gonna get injured. It's unfortunate because the man was very, very talented on the football field, and he's a guy that I felt that if he was given his full health, he would be a dominant, dominant running back in the NFL to this day. Miami Dolphins running back Arian Foster has called it quits this past week. The former Tennessee running back, undrafted in 2009 – Made it on to the Houston Texans. Played for them for through the '09 to 2015, and played his final season in the NFL with the Miami Dolphins. At, and let me he had a pre- prestigious run for a guy who was who went undrafted. He's a four-time Pro Bowl player, first-team Pro All-Pro at two, in 2010, second-team All-Pro in 2011. Uh, had two NFL touchdowns leader he was a rushing rushing touchdown leader in 2010 to 2012 and was an NFL rushing leader in 2010 the kid had the makings of hall of fame and stardom right off the gate you know and so it's 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 unfortunate because you gotta understand that the the football game is so diverse and ever-changing when it comes to how Players play the speed, the, 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 tenacity, the, the force, the just the, the collisions that occur. It takes its toll on, on these players. Years ago, we would have a player being a running back, for instance, would possibly have a 15 year career. We look at the Emmett Smiths. We have the Barry Sanders, who well, Barry Sanders just cut his own career short, but he could have played for a long time. Uh, you had the Walter Paytons from years ago. Uh, Roger Craigs, these guys played for, for some time, Jim Brown could have played longer if he decided that you know he said to himself that he didn't want to play anymore. But you know you have you have these these careers now getting cut short, and the game has become such a big massive piece of of just speed and 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 just hard brute force collisions is ridiculous now not to say that years ago they didn't play rough and tough of course they did but the games you know there weren't that many games they weren't that many teams uh players didn't have to go through the rigorous workouts that they do now because now everything's about being faster and stronger and bigger you know then there's a lot of uh recuperation time now you guys gotta understand you know there's, there's the, the, the nfl players come back from injuries faster than we would do in our everyday lives. You know, I have a coworker who has a torn meniscus in their shoulder. They're looking to be out maybe a year, almost a year and a half. You know, some football players will come back in 6 weeks, 8 weeks. You know, they are they're just built that way to to regenerate, you know, muscle tears and 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 uh what, what do you call it? Um, bro breaking of bones and cartilage and stuff like that they they make they make r- rapid comebacks from these injuries and it deteriorates them in the long run because at the end of the day, once the game is over, you've already expended all your body's energy to you know get healthy quickly and here are thirty five thirty six years old walking with a cane years ago running backs there would be one running back. And a backup who guys name anybody out there who who is of uh, of my era name uh Emmett Smith's backup name Barry Sanders backup it's tough, right can you you can't even remember what it is because they were out there for a majority of the plays they were have like thirty five thirty six forty rushes a game now we have you know tandems and now teams have the dual, dual running backs now because that's the way the game is and running backs are now not having the careers that they would have sometimes they live you know they they, they play for five to seven years and now the others were like oh what about quarterbacks quarterbacks are highly protected as much as they get hit and such they don't get the the full bro they they're highly protect they don't get the brute force you know running into a collision it's like they're coming out the backfield and you're going at Twenty miles per hour, going against somebody else who's going twenty miles per hour, and and clanging, and it you know quarterbacks don't have to, they don't get that, you know. If you would hear, if you if you ever gone to a football game and you hear just the sounds that's on the field, it's crashing and banging, it you know sometimes it's, it could be cringeworthy, but we enjoy it. I I definitely do. So that being said, for Aaron Foster, uh, he released by the by. The Houston Texans, because they pretty much knew that. Uh, I, I, in, in my sense, they pretty much knew that it was going to be a no-win situation with him. He was too, he was too plagued with injuries. Miami g- gave him one more shot, and unfortunately, you know, he wasn't able to come back. They have a huge running back over there now who's. who's making a presence for Miami and for him for, for Foster to even try to struggle to make his way back in sight. Now, by the way, the man is a highly intelligent, highly, uh, highly decorated, knowledgeable, um, uh, has numerous degrees. He's, he's, he'll, he'll believe me. He'll find some place. He's not, he's not going to be like one of those that's going to be, you know, left by the side of the road with his thumb in the air with a sign that says, we'll play backup running back for your sandlot league. no, He'll be fine. So congratulations to Arian Foster for a tumultuous and excellent career and more power and grace to you and your future.
2: May day, may day, may day, may day.
1: Like I said earlier, the NBA has kicked off and everybody's losing their shit. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. People are losing their fucking mind nowadays. Oh, my God. God, it's a trash talking. Everybody's ready to rip, rare, and to go. And and one thing that I could say that's making me smile more than anything is basically Carmelo Anthony. Oh, hell no. Oh, no, keep, uh, bear with me here. Bear with me. We had a discussion about him last week. Slap Magazine had him at 15th in their rankings. But I gotta tell you, I'm more impressed with. Not only his on the court abilities, but his off the court discussions and, and, and stance of what's going on in this day and age, especially when it came to the national anthem and, you know, how our sports are being put on the forefront as the, the premier example of what we should be the example of how our country should be, you know, standing together and not having this uh, you know, objective view of what the, whatever the fuck they want to do, these people are saying. Listen. The end of the day, we all know sports is sport. Everything is done and in, in, as a as recreational, and it's it's money. Of course, is a big money business, but it's also a thing where sport is our escape from the norm of what we fucking deal with every day. You know, you know, I I I I don't understand how some people could come from work and sit there and watch C span. That shit would fucking stress me the fuck out. Or just to sit there and listen to like hello, hello, yeah, I I don't got like duh. How can I watch that shit? I, but more power to you. I mean, I, I'll read the newspaper or whatever the case may be, but I just come out of a stressful day at my job and I'm going to open up to hear the fucking opening discussions in Congress. It's it'll fucking, it, it'll, it'll pain me to have to deal with that shit. So I go to sports as my escape. I go to wrestling to watch wrestling as my escape. I go to video games as my escape. And to put it in a certain way, Carmelo Anthony has put on on the table to say okay i think we have run and i'm paraphrasing here i think we have run the you know we've run the gamut and run the gauntlet in which we're all going having our disagreements and agreements about what's going on with this national anthem holding the stance, black lives matter such which is correct but i think now his stance when it comes to the anthem is i think we have now run our course when it comes to the Anthem situation. And I think we need to start doing more in providing more help within our communities and educating our communities on how to enforce our beliefs and our stance on what's going on in today's society, which is 100% correct. We could only do so much on the forefront, which is true. Of course, we are an example. We could put the fist up. We could take the knee or whatever. But then what happens after that? We need to start looking for the next Measures the next step to ensure that our lives matter. The Black Lives Matter movement continues, or you know, the education, or the 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 motives of how to protect our communities and our people, and educate them on how to continue to live and prosper when we have such hindrance. And I think the the method is there, but now we have to lay that out. And I think. Uh, players such as Carmelo and LeBron, and such; these guys are on such a scale, high level that you wouldn't think that they would care to to, to think about what to think about what we're going through and our people are going through. But I, I commend them for doing that as well. But I think it is, it's going to take more than them to do that. I think we need to start looking at other avenues, other personas, and other uh, other individuals in other ways, forms of entertainment and sport to do that. So hopefully, they're their time will come to come to the forefront to say, "Listen, I I truly believe and I stand with what's going on, and I want to help as as much as I can in our communities." But got to give it to Carmelo; he's he's one of the guys who's standing up and said, "You know what? It's time for us to find other ways and other and other uh, avenues to help educate our people." So, good luck with that, and I hope that we all are able to prosper through it.
2: I have a we're not in Kansas anymore.
1: Oh. oh, oh, oh. Uh, the World Series has kicked off, and like I said, it's been it's been a long road for us baseball fans. And I and I and I'm hoping they get the good ratings because this is actually a, a really good series to look at. You have a a heavy heavy underdog with the Chicago Cubs out there going against the Cleveland Indians. Both teams have not been relevant in this kind of circle for many years to come. It's been over a hundred years for the Cubs. Cleveland hasn't won a World Series since the late 1940s. And to have these two teams on, on the stage is kind of weird, actually, uh, to, to be honest. It's, it's kind of scary, to be honest. A lot of rich history, a lot of individuals who, uh, who are – who who are let's be let's be honest. There's people who are dead who never fucking would have thought that this is what happened. There's people in their graves right now wishing that they were fucking alive to see this, and there's people who have gravestones that have uh, died not seen the Chicago Cubs win a World Series. So, uh, or be in a World Series, nonetheless. You know, if anything, but and and it's it's weird, but it's true though. It's it, you you, you got to think of how in sports history or like named teams that never made it to this high level of level of 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 play and you got the cubs who've been here since the fucking dawn of man i think they were the first ones to put bases on the fucking field they laid out the grass and shit and these guys are finally in a fucking world series it's crazy but you know to be honest i want i want chicago to win you know they have a they have a strong team on that side You know, they, they, the only thing that bothers me is not now. Their pitching don't look as dominant as they did last year. You know, it seems that they're getting that cold feet that they use, they usually would have during the, during the playoffs. But, um, when the bats wake up, it's going to be, it's ridiculous. I would like to see Chicago win, but Cleveland is just such a strong defensive team. And with Terry Francona, Tito over there managing, he's a guy that's like, you know, he, he, He'll go by any means to outmanage the next guy, and I, I gotta respect that. I gotta respect that. So, as much as I want to see Chicago win in seven, I might even say Cleveland might win in five. I'm just saying uh, that—that's that, my call. Um, I could be wrong, which most of the time I am. That's why I don't bet.
0: Danger's my middle name. So,
1: with everything mulling and moving around in, in sports, I just gotta say. Just to go back with the NFL thing one more time. We got the half of the season coming up. We got a, a you know some 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 teams are starting to, to heat up. Some teams are looking very cold. And one thing I can tell you guys is the fan base is now ready to pick up. I just spoke to one of our guys at the job. I mean, like I said, I told you before, I really don't like talking sports at work, but you know they hit me with the with the, with the quick touches. like, you know I don't even watch. The NBA right now. You know, I wait until the NFL is over, then I can start watching the NBA because that's when it real, it's a real is a real pickup. So I want you guys to think about that. Like and I, I I'm i most likely put a poll on the regular season sports guys page on Facebook. Do you guys are you able to multitask? And I know NFL is only on Sundays and I know that and on Mondays and Thursdays and such like that, you know, it's, it's sporadic where basketball is like every day. But do you think that sports becomes too much of an overhaul for you guys like do you really have way too much time on your hands that you can watch every freaking sports like i said i got i got you know extra channels like i said, I, I, I could hook you out with the amazon fire stick i tell you all right shh, don't tell um but i got way too much channels on there and i get to you know i could watch it was many like this past sunday i was watching way too many games like way too many games like, I was just flipping it on and it's, a, it's 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 sensory overall. So, do you guys, especially now with NHL, World Series, kickoff of NBA, NFL is in, in mid-season form, uh, college football is even more crazy. Shout out to fucking Penn State. Thank you, Penn State, for knocking fucking Ohio State out. Thank you, guy. You guys are awesome. Michigan is at number two now. Yes. Well, I want to get around the applause for that one because I love There we go.
0: Yes, thank you. Can I get
1: two. Make them louder, make them louder, make them louder. And little one at the end. Okay, so does it become like a real sensory overhaul for you guys who are sports lovers that there's way too much stuff going on? Cause sometimes I, I have to pull myself away and I gotta, you know, go watch my shows cause I still gotta watch my shows, but let me know. I'll put a post up on the Facebook page, see if you guys what you guys thoughts about that so yeah let me know be a part of that make sure like I said always make sure you check out the Facebook page on uh, the regular season sportscast as well as Instagram at regular season sports make sure you check me out on Twitter RWJSanti and check out the YouTube page with the you know, new uploads of the first edition of Turbuckle Tabloid episode one go fund yourself so yeah when we come back we are going to be talking NFL review Preview and super producer Sally will be in the building. So you guys, um, yeah, get your game face on and you'll be finding out who, who made a comeback or who's trying to make a comeback in our NFL pool. Yeah. He, he, he I guess he pretty much saw that, uh, we were having too much fun and he's going to lose a bet. So, uh, stick around. We'll be back. NFL stuff. Check you out in a minute. This is Met's fan Matt, and
0: you're watching the regular season sportcast. You're one handsome guy. She loves Daddy.
1: He thinks she's funny. It's game time with Jay and Sally.
0: Well, 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 we are back here with Game Time and Jay and Silly, as well as the NFL Preview and Review. This is our recap hour. So sit back, relax, strap in, and just realize this is not going to take an hour.
1: All right, that's enough of that. All right so this past week... We, guys, we are approaching the halfway mark on the NFL season, and ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about you, but I'm 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 seeing a pattern when it comes to a lot of these players and their injuries. There's a lot of these guys who are going out with basically the same type of injuries. There, uh, it's a lot of torn meniscus, everything in the lower uh, extremity reasons, the 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 knees, the ankles, they're all getting blown out, and. I'm, I'm, I'm going to safely say that you know, maybe, maybe there's a lot of targeting that's going lower than usual. NFL has been trying to prevent players from getting concussions, but now we're seeing a lot, a lot of players getting injuries in the lower, lower body regions. So, um, I don't, I don't know if that's quite an alarm for concern yet, but as the NFL always does, they'll find a way to make such a big story about something. So this past week, we had some big games on the lines. Uh, we had, we had a big game out in London. The Giants played the Rams and basically it was all defense, I must say. It was one of those games that, you know, I, I have, I have yet to basically come to grips with the terms that games are being played in other parts of the world. I don't know whether, I, I still haven't come, I have not, I have not dealt with, you know, understood whether or not this is, beneficial to the nfl the nfl is a big big money make money maker money earner so i'm not sure if this is just an avenue because we'll never get a team anywhere else i I i'm just gonna say that out front i'll say never although you just never say never but it's i don't see it happening the players are against it it's it's not a thing to basically schedule easily travel time uh I mean, the, the closest that you'll see outside of the United States is possibly Canada. There's talk of possibly Mexico City, but um, I'm I, I think all those those plans went out when the Raiders are looking to make their move to Vegas, which will be very very interesting. I'm hoping. I don't know about the Raiders; they have such a strong fan base in Oakland. It, it'll be a tough thing if, if if the Chargers, their fan base, were able to hold them down for another year. I'm going to assume that the Oakland Raiders fan base will probably beat the shit out of anybody who tries to get them out and move them to Vegas. But in my opinion, it looks as though that it may happen. Uh, all, all signs go to it. the NFL has not contractually or have made any legitimacy to whether it's going to happen or not. But so far, all signs are pointing to that way. Other than that, of course, I'm in the in the studio with super producer Sally. Hi. Every time I I, I I put I have you in the show, you're such a barrel of energy. It's just amazing how much you bring forward to the show. How's it been going, Sally? It's good. Wow. I'm telling you, you're so explosive. You're like the Tracy Morgan of the show. You're so energetic and, and lively. And passionate. And, and very and very passionate about what you talk about, especially when it comes to, when you come to here. Yeah. So, what have we been doing this past week? I was telling the people early on today that uh, you basically went clothes shopping because we went to go costume shopping for Halloween and we basically turned that into a shopping spree. Yeah. Was it fun for you? Yeah. Did you did but you sadly, enjoy... But sadly, I guess. Yes, you did. Can you can you can you like just like, give an example of what it is that you do when you see something?
2: So it's like when. I see something like maybe like toys or something. I just go like.
1: <gasps> and do you throw your your hands in the air and? No. I I don't know. <laughs> I I can say that I've been I've been around to see you throw your hands in the air and go Woo! like you gasp.
2: I just go like, <gasps> oh my god.
1: One of the one of the shirts that you bought. Sully's a big fashion person. She loves you know clothing. And like I said earlier, she knows the value of a of of a buck she that's that's my that's my it that brings me such joy
2: I'm mostly worried about money you're like worried. like if I have all of these clothes and I don't know what it costs, and then la uh,
1: well, I'm glad you're worried about my money. that's the best part about it I worry
2: about everybody's money I'm yeah, not es- especially mines
1: worry about my money especially okay. yeah make sure that you you keep tabs i I'm not going. Out of my, my, my tax bracket. I don't go out of my, my, my means of living. But you do, you do a fabulous job of that. I, I say that. You know, you know, you know the good bargains, you know the good deals.
2: Why thank you?
1: Well, no, thank you. You don't, you don't put a, 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 a damaging effect to my wallet. Thank you. I'm sorry. That's all right. So this past week, as you guys know, well, actually for two weeks, Matt did not show up making picks.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Look, this is his last time. Okay.
1: Well, well, I'm he, leading. I'm leading look, to that. If Wait. he
2: gets this. Uh, he, he he. Look, if that happens in the next round, then somebody has to be disqualified.
1: You know what? That's actually a good idea. But you know what happened this past week?
2: What?
0: Breaking, Breaking news. news. He made his
1: picks today. Well, well, last week he made oh, his picks, so oh. he he's back in the hunt.
2: Yeah, but did he do it
1: right now? We're going to find out right now. He, he didn't do this week. He has until mm-hmm. tomorrow to make his pick. So,
2: mm-hmm. But
1: here's the irony.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's down. He's in last place with 41 and 47. That was last week's total. Uh, mm-hmm. You were 48 and 44. Uh-huh. And I'm 51 and 41. Last out? week, across the board, each one of us went 9 and 6. Oh. We each picked 9. It, it was... It was it was um ironic. We each went 9 and 6. So which means the tally now are Matt's still in third place 50 and 53. You are in second 57 and 50 and I am in the lead with 60 picks out of and 47 uh losses. So okay. so far Matt Matt still has to get back in the game.
2: <laughs> Jesus.
1: It's a big hole to climb for him. Yep. But uh, we got to watch some games last week, right? Mm-hmm. We were watching the Giant game. We watched the uh, the Raider game. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I love G- my hookup. No, I love the Giants, but I also love my hookup. Okay. So uh, this week, this week will be compelling.
0: Mm-hmm. This week we
1: have some games. Mm-hmm. And to lead that off, you already know how we sort that off. Yes. It's it's it's, it's I, I guess it's our our music that drives our adrenaline. <phone rings> Said, said, said. I feel, said, okay. What do you feel?
2: Like, when I'm
1: sitting I feel right here. Does it bring you joy? No. It feels disgusting. Feels disgusting? Oh.
2: Like, it's. What? Are you going to see that in the thing?
1: Yes, we're going to say it in the thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, unfortunately, um, yeah. while Celeste is sitting here, we have the engineer of our show, AJ. AJ the engineer is sitting on her foot and she feels
2: something sticky yeah that's, let's just say
1: that that's not good so let's rewind that and yeah. woo! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sally and I are going to make our picks for this we need it All righty, so Thursday's game, we have the Jaguars versus the Titans, and you chose... The
2: Jaguars.
1: I chose the Jaguars as well. Jaguars are 2-4, and four, coming off a tough loss last week, but the Titans are no better. They're in the same boat as they are. They're only one game up because they're 3-4. and four. This is actually one of those games where it's probably the turd versus the poop, but, but I, I like the Jaguars they're very they're, they're underachievers they should be doing better when they're not and when it comes to the division of the afc south you're still in the hunt because the texans and the colts are not too far away from them on sunday we have the 9:30 game it's one of those across across the land games across the ocean sea fronts we have the Bengals versus the redskins and you chose I chose the Bengals as well. Uh, Andy Dalton still doing well. Still doing great numbers in fantasy football. I'm hoping that it carries over as well. Get them a win. They had a win last week. And as for the Redskins, the Redskins are... eh, Listen, they're 4-3. The NFC East is still early on. They're tied with the Giants. Eagles are... although they got a win there, but... It's still one of those those divisions that they we all have to play catch up to the Cowboys who are playing extremely well.
2: It's like they're like a half win, half lose. Yes, like they're half good, half bad.
1: Yeah, they're, they're on that 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 borderline of being bad or being good. Like
2: they're in the middle of the board.
1: Yes, but I chose the Bengals because I like them. I like the way they're playing, and I'm hoping that. Their running game stays consistent. Looks like Hill is starting to get his 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 footing in the game. and starting to hit the holes like he's supposed to.
2: Well, technically, we have almost the same thing except for only
1: one. Yes, so I'm going to run that down at the end of the... Thanks for bringing that up, girl. It's super awesome. Then we got the neck. We got the one o'clock. We got the Cardinals versus the Panthers, and you chose... Cardinals. I chose the Cardinals as well.
2: Pretty much the same.
1: Pretty much the same. Chose the Cardinals as well. The Cardinals, well, they're tied for, uh, well, they're not tied, excuse me. They're, they're a few games behind the Seahawks. they were at 500. Trying to bounce back from uh, uh, a big tie that they had on Sunday. No, yes, they tied your favorite team, the Seattle Seahawks. My- On a Sunday night game, no less. What? Oh, we're back! Oh my god! Yeah, they pretty much tied them. That is so. A tie in sports is known as kissing your sister. I never pretty much understood that analogy, but yeah, that's what that's pretty much what it was. Yeah, yeah. Lucky for us, we don't have yeah siblings like this. But I'm going with the Cardinals this week. I think the Panthers are just. Not the Panthers of old. They are riding a four-game losing streak, and the Wolves look like it's going to continue on that end. We have the Lions versus the Texans, and you chose.
2: I didn't agree. Lions.
1: You chose the Lions, so did I. Lions are on a three-game winning streak, which is pretty good for them on that point. I Told you, you right. the same. You? Oh, you did. You're pretty yes, you did, and. You know, the Texans are... uh, You never know what Texans you are going to get. Quarterback position is looking loopy, but their running game is still looking strong. I think they're hurting defensively with the loss of J.J. Watt. It's just one of those things in which Texans are not fully going to be the out-one winner in the AFC South. And I think this week will be a hurting game for them.
2: So they missed that guy?
1: Yeah, they miss them bad.
2: I think, um, I think like they're trying, like, they like, it's like scratching an itch. Yeah. Do you have to try to scratch the itch. I
1: like, like the you analogy. Just can't. I like that analogy. We have the Seahawks versus the Saints. You chose. Okay. Of course you did Why wouldn't you not choose the Seahawks Like I said earlier Coming off a tie Still having a 750 percentage in their division But I
2: prefer their influence.
1: Of course you do Why wouldn't you The Saints They're my family They're your family They're my life. They love you The Saints coming off a of tough
2: loss Wait 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 uh-huh. The Seahawks don't know me
1: they will. I know them They know You know them but they will Yes They'll hear some of these They always will be The Saints are 2-4 this week Coming in, coming on with a loss. Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a guy who is great for fantasy football. He'll get you big, big points. And, you know, and he's is breaking, is breaking records here and there. But ugh, Saints cannot pull off a win desperately, especially in that division as well. Falcons could easily break away with their upcoming schedule. For, real? for reals.
0: For reals.
1: We have the Chiefs versus the Colts, and you chose... And this is where we differ. I chose the Chiefs this week. I'm just waiting to see if uh, Macklin actually comes back out of his little freeze he has in his receiving. I think he needs to break out and get a little bit, uh, find some openings in the middle of the field. And I think uh, Smith needs to start uh, giving him the ball because he's on my fantasy football team. But you chose the Colts The Colts are coming in on a On a win from last week We're just trying to see If Mr. Andrew Luck Will find his means Frank Gore stumbling and bumbling Just like Chris Berman would say But he's that that running game Just looks like it's anemic It's not there we, we, We're looking to see if the Colts Will find a breakout game for them This may be it But I don't think so. We have the Jets versus the Browns at another one o'clock, and you chose.
2: I chose the
1: Jets. The you chose the Jets, and so did I. Geno Smith is out for the re- the remainder of the season. That's remarkable, seeing as though that he came in and whoops, out he goes, and in Whoop. comes Ryan Fitzpatrick again, who has some choice words for the Jets organization, stating that they did not believe in him. I wouldn't believe in him either if you were coming into a game and you only had a one win beforehand. But the win, uh, the Jets pulled out a win last week against the Ravens, who basically lost two back-to-back games against New York teams. So hopefully the Jets can find some motivation coming in with the Browns, who are basically... Um, the poo Yeah, they are the poo They have not won a game yet. They've already started six quarterbacks this year, so... Let's see how that goes for them You have the next one to copy You have the Patriots and the Bills You are picking
2: I chose the Patriots And
1: why not? Patriots are riding high and riding hot Patriots are They're basically Leading the way for the Super Bowl Riding a three game winning streak Brady being Brady Everybody's clicking Gronkowski coming coming, uh, Coming into play as well also you got to give it up to that defense although last week they did not look squeaky clean against Pittsburgh but still they were able to hold on luckily for Pittsburgh uh, well unlucky for Pittsburgh they didn't have their Roethlisberger in the game so Patriots were able to hold them off we have the other one o'clock we have the Raiders at the Buccaneers you have chosen
2: Raiders. I
1: chose the Raiders as well. Basically, this is, a, this is a this is a game of pirates, Raiders, Buccaneers. It's it's just it's just something that you see in Pirates of the Caribbean, I guess. Raiders coming in, having played a big, big but uh, unfortunate game last week. I'm saying unfortunate because I thought they should have won by more. But uh, once again, Michael Crabtree is playing well on that end. You also got. Derek Carr. I'm waiting to see Armani Cooper become a little bit more submit, significant in the receiving core. As for the Buccaneers, eh, eh, the Buccaneers. They're 3-3 three three on, on a two-game winning streak, but yeah, they're the Buccaneers. Can't have my no faith over there. The
2: Buccaneers are the
1: Buccaneers. Now the Buccaneers. Chargers versus the Broncos, you chose?
2: The Chargers! I chose
1: the Chargers as well. For some reason, I have a nice feeling that this may be a turnaround game for them.
2: It's like you know what? Let me give
1: them a chance. You don't give them a chance this week. Broncos are five and two, with one. You know, and they're, they're second. They're, they're tied for first with the AFC West and the AFC West. But I strongly believe that the Chargers will bounce back and take this one here. I pass
2: this Super Bowl. I think yeah, okay. that
1: that 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 um I keep on not taking the
2: red. Because it sounds pretty awkward.
1: How did you go backward and go back to the Redskins?
2: I don't want to give them a chance oh. because since it sounded
1: like like the Redskins. Well, because it sounds racist? Yes. Oh, okay. I could go with that. Then We have the 425 game. We have the Packers versus the, the Falcons you chose
2: chose the falcons
1: you know what i didn't even notice that uh, yeah we differ on this game as well yeah you chose the falcons falcons are
2: i i wanted to take the packers
1: but do you want to change it well Did you too good yeah you can take the falcons falcons although they're riding a two-game losing streak it's okay because this is around the time where they end up doing that anyway but they still have their weapons there they have their running back coleman they have uh, julio jones the, the, the team is it's on a, it's a, they're playing at home and you're not sure what Aaron Rodgers you're going to get this week you can get locked down Aaron Rodgers or you get Aaron Rodgers who can't hit water if he threw a football off a boat like that's just pretty much it unless the boat was on dry dock whatever but I'm taking the Packers Packers are 4-2 they're one game behind the Vikings and they really really need this win seeing as though the Vikings have a Monday night game Which we'll get to in a minute We got the Eagles versus the Cowboys You chose I
2: chose The Eagles
1: I chose the Eagles as well Although the Cowboys are playing Extremely well It's a Monday night game Eagles are down behind the Cowboys One game but for some reason I think that this will be the game That uh, will probably go to the last seconds They're playing in Cowboy Stadium, but I still think the Eagles will pull out a win in this, so this will be the upset for me. And finally, the Monday night game. they playing the Vikings and the Bears, and you chose?
2: The Vikings!
1: I chose the Vikings as well. Vikings had a loss last week, but it's alright. Their defense is still tops in everyone's list, yeah. and they're playing the Bears, who basically is the equivalent of the Browns, so If the Browns are uh, doo-doo, the Bears are poop. Yes. So that was
0: our picks.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's enough. All right. So Halloween is coming up. Yeah. We're getting your costume ready. Yeah. And um what, 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 are you, what are you going to be?
2: Steampunk.
1: You're going to be. You're going to get dressed up as someone who's part of the steampunk uh literature timeline.
2: Yes, I'm now related to them.
1: You tried on your outfit the other day.
2: I yeah. said I look cute.
1: You look cute. You look very cute. I think it's going to go over. I don't think there's going to be a lot of people. Did you tell anybody in your class that you're going to be steampunk? Yes. And did they know what that was?
0: Nope. <laughs> Very good. Let's leave it that way. Yes. We just want to stay original.
2: It's like you can't actually explain what a steampunk is. Yeah, they have to They're see just it people them. that kind of really wear goggles and metal.
1: They just believe that every it's during that time. Basically, it comes from literature. It comes from like uh, around the world in eighty days, uh, George Melville, that type of non- you know—that type of literature and nonsense writing. That everything mechanical is run by steam. Yes, from trains to televisions and everything's just run by steam. So that's like technology, right? All the technologies are steam-driven. So, do you know what anybody else is going to be wearing for for Halloween? Yes. What What do you What have you heard from your classmates? Say. Any clowns?
2: question be, mark? They,
1: they better yeah, question mark. They better not be any clowns because then they people they might get beat up.
2: Boom, boom, any boom. any
1: weird ones you heard?
2: Um, pretty much there was a one that they said that they were gonna wear like glasses. Like they're not gonna become a word, like a nerd, like a mini mouse nerd or something. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be um a man. Your father. <gasps> You already have the, oh, and I wear that also costume my,
0: every day. my
2: other Halloween costume is Super Producer Sally.
1: Oh, yes, you're Super Producer Sully. And
2: I already have the mask.
1: Yeah, you have the mask. You wear it well. Any shout outs this week? Um, no. That's a sound bite right there. All right. We're going to be out of here. That was our NFL preview and review. And. Yep. Game time with Game and Sally, so. She loves daddy, he thinks she's funny. It's game time with Jay and Sally. Say goodbye, Sally. Bye. All right, guys, that will be leading us to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Like I said, always make sure you check us out on RageWorks.net, RageWorks.net, where all our podcasts and downloads are available. Previous and upcoming episodes are all there, RageWorks.net, as well as TRSSpodcast.com. Make sure you check out all all things relevant at RageWorks.net's universe. Be sure you check out all our podcasts. Call me when it's over, Radio. Uh, the new Valiant episodes are out there for all you comic book fans and tons and tons of other podcasting for your enjoyments. Also, make sure you check us out on all social media outlets as well. All right. When we come back, it's Turnbuckle Tabloid. We're going to be talking some stuff. We're going to talk to resting, going to do a HOG House of Glory review. I'll tell you guys what went down there. And, yeah, stick around. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Take a
0: gander at Turnbuckle Tabloid
1: breaking news so I just got alerted by the producer himself Mr. Man Rich that I need to cut this episode down to around the 90 minute mark so before I even go into any details of what we experienced this past weekend at House of Glory which I just wanted to do it freestyle I guess I'm just gonna have to start the clock on myself alright so this past Friday we were at House of Glory's Unbreakable that event wasn't expected to be one of the big cards, although they had Cody Rhodes as their main event going against Matt Riddle. Didn't expect them to have the numbers that they did before when the Hardy Boys were in the building. But I must say that I still saw a good amount of people there, the regulars as well as new faces that were in the building. Cody Rhodes was really, really nice to Super Producer Selly. She was able to take a picture and get his autograph. Real cool guy. The, the event itself, the main event itself was two... To my my in my opinion, a little bit too fast, pace too quick. I guess they were trying to get everybody out the building, and plus he had to catch a flight, which is cool. That's whatever. He's I, I believe he was in New York for a week, so yeah. And then I saw him on Saturday at Vegas doing some stuff with some uh, some ladies. No, I'm just kidding. He was out there for an event. So all in all, that was that was pretty decent of him. Uh, as for any matches, uh, any other matches on the card, the opening round, they had a battle royal, which. Was a dedication to a uh, an individual who was part of the House of Glory family for two, uh, who passed away two years ago, Vinnie the Voice. The battle royal was uh, to me. It's always whenever House of Glory opens up the shows with House of Glories, uh, with House of Glories battle royals, whatever they have, it's like time filler. But in any case, we also had the woman's car with Sonya Strong going up against some. I to be honest, the name escapes me. She actually. Uh, she looks like the the villain from uh, what was it? Something, yeah, something like Lockhart. I'm sorry, she looked like the villain from the Fifth Element. I'm sorry, it's just, it, it kills her. She's like Gary Oldman in there. The match was pretty decent. Usually, I'm I, I I I'm a little bit too harsh on Sonya, but this time around she did pretty decent. She did she 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 held her own with a vet. Gotta got gotta give it out to her this time around. Uh, we also had. The tag team tournament, EYFBO, was able to advance as well as the private party, which became the big thing because the announcement became that on December 17th, there will be a fatal four-way tag match. Private party, EYFBO, versus their champions, the Hardys and the Dudley Boys. The place shook. I never heard a pop like that before in the House of Glory when you're announcing a just a talent in general and for them to do their montage their video they video cut the crowd went crazy we went crazy it was actually a really really feel good moment uh anthony gangon brought the house of glory belt back to the building shout out to anthony gangon who's been a guest here on trss brought the title to the building and this upcoming december 3rd at their student show on at Elks Lodge, it'll be Anthony Gangol versus Ricochet. Their Crown Jewel champ, Crown Jewel, Ken Broadway, was in a decent match. And I, and I can say he held his own against Zack Sabre Jr. Very, very, very well-paced match. And we had a surprise. A certain individual, which no, no one really popped for because they didn't know who he was. But it is a shocker nonetheless. Tier one's champion, Good Boy Riley, came in and uh, shook up the place, and putting the boots and putting out Ken Broway. So it looks like their match is set up for December third as well at the ox at the Ux Lodge. All in all, I thought it was a decent mat, a decent night. I thought that the cards were. It was a slow pace in the beginning, but it turned out to be a fairly decent, above average night for those people. At House of Glory Shout out to them But their next Their next two cards In December Are actually going to Make us fucking broke Seriously They're going to Hurt the pockets For real But we'll be there Also More Talent will be Coming this way To TRSS I've been lining up Some interviews With those guys So be on the lookout For those Stepping into The TRSS studios Alright so Raw Smackdown (sighs) Well just give you an over and under on Raw and SmackDown, basically. Raw, a lot of people are giving Raw shit. Me, I really don't think as much of it as everybody else is. They're very, I guess, not happy with how the pacing of Raw is going. I don't see a problem with it. I think they're they're really trying to fill as much space with the three hours that they have. Plus, you also got to understand, their roster is bigger than SmackDown's, so they, they're trying to give as much time and talent as possible. I think... The cruiserweights should be a little bit more actively used, especially early on in the episodes. I think that'll be a draw to bring in a little audience to them once you get the high flyers in there going on. I also believe that, you know, due to the NFL and the present the presidential campaigning and debates and all that stuff going on, it kind of pulls away. Plus, like I said before, social media kind of pulls away from live viewership as well so but they're still getting a three-point share in this day and age in, in in technology and 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 people who view television that's a high number so they shouldn't be too upset about that all in all seth going over or being over is was automatically gonna be set but here is getting like really like i don't even think he wants to be a face and he's just coming off as that face which is okay for the moment because as soon as you know as soon as he gets that title back, it's right back to being the dick that he is, which is pretty cool which is, I'm fine with. Enzo and Cass
0: uh,
1: I like the angle that they're doing with Angle Anderson and Gallows, but I don't want to see it happen for too long. We need to get Anderson and Gallows up to that main event type tag team run again. Give these guys a title let them be the, let them be the big heels that they're supposed to be. We need heel tag team champions right now I am thoroughly done with the New Day shtick going on. I, feel, I firmly believe they're going to continue this until they can sell Booty Christmas cereal. I, I, that's, I believe that's what they're going to be going for. The same could be said about the Sheamus and Cesaro nonsense. I, I, I'm tapping out on that shit as well. You know, Cesaro should not be on Raw. He should be on SmackDown. Move him along. Get him out of there. It's, it's just... It's too many big fish in a in a small pond. Get him off. Uh, get him. Get him off of there. Get him. Get him in down where he could be a little bit more utilized. He could be utilized with more purpose there. The Bailey and Brooks segment pointless. I mean, I guess you're trying to put over that Dana Brooke is this powerhouse, but I also got to tell you, just as Rondo said in, in the Turbuckle Tabloid episode, he, she's as green as goose shit. She's as green as a blade of grass coming out of a dog's ass. It's, it's just, it's disgusting. Put Axel over, please, Curtis Axel. Although I forgot his name last episode, but you know, screw me. But put Axel over. I I am feeling the the Bo Dallas storyline. He and he and, and 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 Axel have good chemistry in the ring. I like that they're drawing heat, but. God, I think we should give Axel one more run, one more push, maybe even get him some type of, uh, even if he's not going to take, he's not going to get it, give him some type of United States championship run. Although Roman, you know, is going to be standing firm with that shit. But uh, until Roman decides they want to push him for the championship again, the the, the, the universal championship. So I, I think Axel should get more love. He should be there, Zack Ryder possibly at Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give back to his run. The shining stars should be bigger heels. They really need a big, big heel. <laughs> excuse me in that tag team division, and I think the shining stars are the guys. I'm not only saying that because they're Bolivian, but they should be really big douchebags. A lot of people are comparing them to the uh, Chavo and Eddie gimmick without the plazas or the, chem- the 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 chemistry or the charisma, but still. It could work. You get those guys over high, high heat if done right. The Hell in a Cell buildup, I think it's way overboard. We get it.
0: It's a, it's a massive destruction of body and carnage and which
1: those who walk out will never be the same again. Got it. Click. We know. We've seen it. We've seen the devastation. We've seen it happen before. There's could possibly that the Sasha Banks-Charlotte match may close out the pay-per-view. I'm going to be honest. I can give two fox whether or not if it does, and I, I don't really care. I, it doesn't really matter to me which one goes out. Hey, it's It It just doesn't care. It, 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 it does not retain any importance to me. Strowman versus Sami Zayn. I'm glad that they got these two guys together. I think the, uh, the David and Goliath outlook could turn out to be well and push both these guys up on the card a little bit stronger, especially in the mid-card or possibly in the upper tier. The Cruiserweight Classic storyline with Brian Kendrick, TJ Perkins, and the rest of the clan. It's cute. It gives them presence. It gives them a personality. But soon, somebody's gonna have to be the breakthrough, and it's not gonna be, and it it can't be TJ because he already has the belt. It has to be somebody to come out. I'm gonna bank that if they give some time to this individual, he actually might turn out to be a biggest star than he should be, which will be Richard Swan. So give Rich Swan some time, and he might actually be. More of a charismatic individual for that brand. Plus, give the black man a belt. Brock Lesnar over in his own states. Who would have thunk it? Really? You guys actually thought that he was, you were gonna get Goldberg fully chance in Brock Lesnar state? The guy comes out the fucking It sounds like they were trying to pipe in Goldberg chance. Brock Lesnar's fuck hey, come on. Even, I, I even believe if you put him in any other state, he's going to fucking pop. I really, I think, I mean, maybe it's just me because I'm a bitter person, but I, I'm, I'm maybe I'm not too high and keen on this Goldberg thing. Sounds cool, and I think it's a good matchup. They're leaning up to Survivor Series, which I think is going to be a throwaway match anyway because I don't even think it's going to be one of those matches that is going to run fully. But I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm still in the wind about whether or not I, I'm, I'm going to enjoy this Goldberg thing. But everybody fucking loves Brock. Get over it. And uh, the last match of the night, the triple threat match. I love the finish. I'm a big fan of how Seth was able to put Owens and uh, Jericho down. He he with the double pinfall. I thought it was really cool how they set it up. Plus, you know, the 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 build up, the uh, what the Hell in the Cell match is gonna be. You know, Jericho is gonna find a way to get involved in that as well. This Sunday's uh, Hell in the Cell. Gotta tell you, I'm. 50-50 50-50 on it. I'm gonna say that I'm I might enjoy it, might not, depending on how the. Uh, Cause I'm not I'm not really I'm not very excited about the card in in whole. Rusev versus Reigns for the title for the United States title. Eh, okay, fine. Uh, I and the the tag title match really. I'm I'm. I'm tired of it. We need to get it over with already. New Day has to let it go. But it, not to Cesaro and Sheamus. Please don't. Let's not do this. <laughs> Let's not do this at all. And uh women's match. Once again, I think Sasha retains. Unless they want to start giving Charlotte that nature boy Ric Flair run with the women's title early. But I think Sasha retains. She's They're going to be in Boston. So... I don't see any changes there. The, the, the champ has to walk out the winner there for the, you know, universal championship, Seth Rollins, not yet. I think they want to keep Owens hold, holding that belt for a little while longer. I think Jericho, this will be his last song. his last song. He'll be gone. Maybe he has a tour coming up with Fozzie. Uh, yeah, that's, that, that 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 pretty much will solidify the pay per view. Everything else is just tongue in cheek for me. Don't really, uh, uh, I'm not really, I'm not much of a fan. Oh, I'm definitely gonna watch it, but I'm just like, mm, okay, fine. A lot of people are just lukewarm about having three hell in a cell matches on in one night. Hell, you should have made the whole night fucking hell in a cell. Fuck, I, you, you could have did that. That's one of the things I'd have did in WWE 2K17. I'd have made the whole night hell in the cell matches. Fuck it. But of course, even you, you, you know, you gotta have some variety in there. As for SmackDown, I I, I know how you guys really like this James L. Ell, Ellsworth dude. I I, I, I get it. I, I I see the 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 niche, the the, the fun of it. It's kind of kind of reminds me of the throwback days when you had like the Barry Barry Horowitz guy finally get over and stuff like that. Pretty cool, whatever. But uh, yeah, like Gilbert like that kind of thing. I get it, but eh. Uh, Soon that'll dry out, and then you guys will fucking turn on him as well. Uh, The women's division. They're there. I like SmackDown's women's division more than I do Raw's. As a matter of fact, where the hell is Raw's women's division? You only have four competitors there. Seriously. And where the hell is uh, Nia Jax? She's like MIA. I don't know where the hell they they put her at. And I, I haven't heard any injury stuff, so. But the women's division is much stronger on SmackDown. They're actually it actually looks like a women's division. It's not a, a diva a diva's compiling. The Alexa Bliss, Becky, Becky Lynch angle, which they will fight for their title in Glasgow, Scotland, in two weeks. Seems as though it's a big, big buildup. Alexa Bliss is coming along as the solidified heel on that side. Don't know how long they're gonna run the gauntlet with this one, but you finally got a legit women's division at smackdown that actually holds strong uh the same could be said for the tag titles with Hugh slater and rhino when will it end i hope it's after the election i hope rhino gets his position in in, in, in his state that he's running for uh, uh, a political position and i'm hoping that he gets that because they gotta drop them titles most likely they'll drop it to the usos which is now um I, I I can't even I can't even describe what the Usos is now. They, they they might as well just bring a bottle of Henny to the ring when they when they when they before they fight Just start getting get they sip on. They are chilling. Any SmackDown has more of a collective tag team division from which you could you you could grassroots everybody. Everybody wants American Alpha to have the belt right now. Relax, it's not going to happen yet. It'll be a big pop when they big pop when they get it. Also with the Intercontinental Championship with Dolz Ziggler. Let's get him somebody more solidified. I think Miz is the heel for the moment, but we could put him, throw him in, in, a, in another angle. Possibly, possibly drop his name for their heavyweight champ- championship. Maybe. That's, maybe. Let's see how that goes. You can put them in a the circle there. And that's for their heavyweight championship. AJ Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose lost his opportunity to be in a championship match with AJ. All the cards are lining up for John Cena to get his 16th win. And all the cards are just piling up over there. Other than that, got to tell you, I like I said I'm not I'm not too disappointed about what's going on. I'm more happy about what's what's going on in NXT. NXT has a culmination of a lot of stars that are coming out that way. Sanity's a really decent group. I'm liking that with Eric Eric Young and his clan there. Roderick Strong is seen in the Performance center. I'm happy to see him become a part of the NXT WWE crew. Mickey James makes her return and will be facing Oscar. I just think that we need to start getting a little more of a growth in-house than start reaching out. Plus that tag tournament, the Dusty Rose tag, tag tournament, actually shaping up well. I like it. But there needs to be there needs to be more of a substance to that. And I don't know why the revivals in that fucking tournament. They're the champions. Let them fucking be champs. I don't even need to add them in there. So that will be it for me. Yep, that's it. Hit the clock. Good. All right. Nice. So I think I got it to around the area in which the boss wants it to be. So, all right, guys. Once again, I want to thank you guys for being a part of regular season sportscast. We are off this set. Be sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Facebook at the regular season sportscast, as well as on Instagram at regular season sports. Be sure you check us out on Twitter at RWJ WJ as well as on YouTube. I tell you guys, the episode is up, ready to go. Turnbook of tabloid episode one, go fund yourself with Rondo and met fan, check them out and all things rageworks.net net. Be sure you check out all the podcasts. That's there. Call me when it's over with your boy, your girl's favorite artist. Josie's boy, make sure you check that out as well. With you know, uh, Black is the new black, uh, my take radio, and all things podcast and article related. So check us out there. All right, guys, we out of here. Just make sure you check out the King of Strong Style every week. Uh, I'm not best for business. I'm best for everyone. Catch you on the rebound,
0: squash. the regular season sportscast. <laughs>
2: the sports kiosk. <laughs>